0: A letter from James, chapter 1. From James, a servant of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. Greetings to the twelve tribes scattered all over the world. My friends, be glad, even if you have a lot of trouble. You know that you learn to endure by having your faith tested, but you must learn to endure everything so that you will be completely mature and not lacking in anything. If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God, and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. But when you ask for something, you must have faith and not doubt. Anyone who doubts is like an ocean wave tossed around in a storm. If you're that kind of person, you can't make up your mind and you can't be trusted, So don't expect the Lord to give you anything at all. Any of God's people who are poor should be glad that he thinks so highly of them. But any who are rich should be glad when God makes them humble. Rich people will disappear like wild flowers scorched by the burning heat of the sun. The flowers lose their blossoms and their beauty is destroyed. That is how the rich will disappear as they go about their business. God will bless you if you don't give up when your faith is being tested. He will reward you with a glorious life, just as he rewards everyone who loves him. Don't blame God when you are tempted. God cannot be tempted by evil, and he doesn't use evil to tempt others. We are tempted by our own desires that drag us off and trap us. Our desires make us sin, and when sin is finished with us, it leaves us dead. Don't be fooled, my dear friends. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He is always the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. He wanted us to be his own special people, and so he sent the true message to give us new birth. My dear friends, you should be quick to listen and slow to speak or to get angry. If you are angry, you cannot do any of the good things that God wants done. You must stop doing anything immoral or evil. Instead, be humble and accept the message that is planted in you to save you. Obey God's message. Don't fool yourselves by just listening to it. If you hear the message and don't obey it, you are like people who stare at themselves in a mirror and forget what they look like as soon as they leave. But you must never stop looking at the perfect law that sets you free. God will bless you in everything you do if you listen and obey, and don't just hear and forget. If you think you're being religious but can't control your tongue, you're fooling yourself, and everything you do is useless. Religion that pleases God the Father must be pure and spotless. You must help needy orphans and widows and not let this world make you evil.
1: James, Chapter 2
0: My friends, if you have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, you won't treat some people better than others. Suppose a rich person wearing fine clothes and a gold ring comes to one of your meetings. And suppose a poor person, dressed in worn-out clothes, also comes. You must not give the best seat to the one in fine clothes and tell the one who is poor to stand at the side or, or sit on the floor. That is the same as saying that some people are better than others and you would be acting like a crooked judge. My dear friends, pay attention. God has given a lot of faith to the poor people in this world. He has also promised them a share in his kingdom that he will give to everyone who loves him. You ill-treat the poor. But isn't it the rich who boss you around and drag you off to court? Aren't they the ones who make fun of your Lord? You will do well if you obey the most important law in the Scriptures. It is the law that commands us to love others as much as we love ourselves. But if you treat some people better than others, you have done wrong, and the scriptures teach that you have sinned. If you obey every law except one, you are still guilty of breaking them all. The same God who told us to be faithful in marriage also told us not to murder. So even if you are faithful in marriage, but murder someone, you have still broken God's law. Speak and act like people who will be judged by the law that sets us free. Do this, because on the day of judgment there will be no pity for those who have not had pity on others. But even in judgment, God is merciful. My friends, what good is it to say you have faith when you don't do anything to show that you really do have faith? Can that kind of faith save you? If you know someone who doesn't have any clothes or food, you shouldn't just say, I hope all goes well for you. I hope you will be warm and have plenty to eat. What good is it to say this unless you do something to help? Faith that doesn't lead us to do good deeds is all alone and dead. Suppose someone disagrees and says, It is possible to have faith without doing kind deeds. I would answer, prove that you have faith without doing kind deeds and i will prove that i have faith by doing them you believe there is only one god that's fine even demons believe this and it makes them shake with fear does some stupid person want proof that faith without deeds is useless well our ancestor abraham pleased god by putting his son isaac on the altar to sacrifice him Now you see how Abraham's faith and deeds work together. He proved that his faith was real by what he did. This is what the scriptures mean by saying, Abraham had faith in God and God was pleased with him. That's how Abraham became God's friend. You can now see that we please God by what we do and not only by what we believe. For example, Rahab had been a prostitute but she pleased God when she welcomed the spies and sent them home by another way. Anyone who doesn't breathe is dead, and faith that doesn't do anything is just as dead.
2: James, Chapter 3
0: My friends, we should not all try to become teachers. In fact, teachers will be judged more strictly than others. All of us do many wrong things, but if you can control your tongue, you are mature and able to control your whole body. By putting a bit into the mouth of a horse, we can turn the horse in different directions. It takes strong winds to move a large sailing ship, but the captain uses only a small rudder to make it go in any direction. Our tongues are small too, and yet they boast about big things. It only takes a spark to start a forest fire. The tongue is like a spark. It is an evil power that dirties the rest of the body and sets a person's entire life on fire with flames that come from hell itself. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles and sea creatures can be tamed and have been tamed. But our tongues get out of control. They are restless and evil and always spreading deadly poison. My dear friends, with our tongues we speak both praises and curses. We praise our Lord and Father and we curse people who were created to be like God and this isn't right. Can clean water and dirty water both flow from the same spring? Can a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? Does fresh water come from a a well full of salt water? Are any of you wise or sensible? Then show it by living right and by being humble and wise in everything you do. But if your heart is full of bitter jealousy and selfishness, don't boast or lie to cover up the truth. That kind of wisdom doesn't come from above. It is earthly and selfish and comes from the devil himself. Whenever people are jealous or selfish, they cause trouble and do all sorts of cruel things. But the wisdom that comes from above leads us to be pure, friendly, gentle, sensible, kind, helpful, genuine and sincere. When peacemakers plant seeds of peace, they will harvest justice.
2: James Chapter 4
0: Why do you fight and argue with each other? Isn't it because you are full of selfish desires that fight to control your body? You want something you don't have, and you will do anything to get it. You will even kill. But you still cannot get what you want, and you won't get it by fighting and arguing. You should pray for it. Yet even when you do pray, your prayers are not answered, because you pray just for selfish reasons. You people aren't faithful to God. Don't you know that if you love the world, you are God's enemies? And if you decide to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you doubt the scriptures that say God truly cares about the spirit he has put in us? In fact, God treats us with even greater kindness. Just as the scriptures say, God opposes everyone who is proud, but he is kind to everyone who is humble. Surrender to God resist the devil and he will run from you come near to god and he will come near to you clean up your lives you sinners purify your hearts you people who can't make up your mind be sad and sorry and weep stop laughing and start crying be gloomy instead of glad be humble in the lord's presence and he will honor you my friends don't say cruel things about others If you do, or if you condemn others, you are condemning God's law. And if you condemn the law, you put yourself above the law and refuse to obey either it or God who gave it. God is our judge, and he can save or destroy us. What right do you have to condemn anyone? You should know better than to say, Today, or tomorrow, we will go to the city. We will do business there for a year and make a lot of money. What do you know about tomorrow? How can you be so sure about your life? It is nothing more than mist that appears for only a little while before it disappears. You should say, if the Lord lets us live, we will do these things. Yet you are stupid enough to boast, and it is wrong to be so proud. If you don't do what you know is right, you have sinned.
1: James, Chapter 5
0: You rich people should cry and weep. Terrible things are going to happen to you. Your treasures have already rotted, and moths have eaten your clothes. Your money has rusted, and the rust will be evidence against you as it burns your body like fire. Yet you keep on storing up wealth in these last days. You refuse to pay the people who worked in your fields... And now their unpaid wages are shouting out against you. The Lord, all-powerful, has heard the cries of the workers who harvested your crops. While here on earth, you have thought only of filling your own stomachs and having a good time. But now you are like fat cattle on their way to be butchered. You have condemned and murdered innocent people who couldn't even fight back. My friends, be patient until the Lord returns. Think of farmers who wait patiently for the spring and summer rains to make their valuable crops grow. Be patient like those farmers and don't give up. The Lord will soon be here. Don't grumble about each other or you will be judged and the judge is just outside the door. My friends, follow the example of the prophets who spoke for the Lord. They were patient, even when they had to suffer. In fact, we praise the ones who endured the most. You remember how patient Job was and how the Lord finally helped him. The Lord did this because he is so merciful and kind. My friends, above all else, don't take an oath. You must not swear by heaven or by earth or by anything else. Yes or no is all you need to say. If you say anything more, you will be condemned. If you are having trouble, you should pray. If you're feeling good, you should sing praises. If you're sick, ask the church leaders to come and pray for you. Ask them to put olive oil on you in the name of the Lord. If you have faith when you pray for sick people, they will get well. The Lord will heal them, and if they have sinned, he will forgive them. If you have sinned, you should tell each other what you have done. Then you can pray for one another and be healed. The prayer of an innocent person is powerful, and it can help a lot. Elijah was just as human as we are, and for three and a half years his prayers kept the rain from falling. But when he did pray for rain, it fell from the skies and made the crops grow. My friends, if any followers have wandered away from the truth, you should try to lead them back. If you turn sinners from the wrong way, you will save them from death and many of their sins will be forgiven.
1: Peter's First Letter, Chapter 1 From Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's people who are scattered like foreigners in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia. God the Father decided to choose you as his people, and His Spirit has made you holy. You have obeyed Jesus Christ and are sprinkled with His blood. I pray that God will be kind to you and will keep on giving you peace. Praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is so good. And by raising Jesus from death, He has given us new life and a hope that lives on. God has something stored up for you in heaven where it will never decay or be ruined or disappear. You have faith in God, whose power will protect you until the last day. Then he will save you, just as he has always planned to do. On that day you will be glad, even if you have to go through many hard trials for a while. Your faith will be like gold that has been tested in a fire. And these trials will prove that your faith is worth much more than gold that can be destroyed. They will show that you will be given praise and honor and glory when Jesus Christ returns. You have never seen Jesus, and you don't see him now. But still you love him and have faith in him, and no words can tell how glad and happy you are to be saved. That's why you have faith. Some prophets told how kind God would be to you, and they searched hard to find out more about the way you would be saved. The Spirit of Christ was in them, and was telling them how Christ would suffer, and would then be given great honour. So, they searched to find out exactly who Christ would be, and when this would happen. But they were told that they were serving you, and not themselves. They preached to you by the power of the Holy Spirit, who was sent from heaven and their message was only for you, even though angels would like to know more about it. Be alert and think straight. Put all your hope in how kind God will be to you when Jesus Christ appears. Behave like obedient children. Don't let your lives be controlled by your desires as they used to be. Always live as God's holy people should, because God is the one who chose you, and he is holy. That's why the scriptures say, I am the holy God, and you must be holy too. You say that God is your father, but God doesn't have favourites. He judges all people by what they do. So you must honour God while you live as strangers here on earth. You were rescued from the useless way of life that you learned from your ancestors. But you know that you are not rescued by such things as silver or gold that don't last forever. You were rescued by the precious blood of christ that spotless and innocent lamb christ was chosen even before the world was created but because of you he did not come until these last days and when he did come it was to lead you to have faith in god who raised him from death and honored him in a glorious way that's why you have put your faith and hope in god You obeyed the truth and your souls were made pure. Now you sincerely love each other, but you must keep on loving with all your heart. Do this because God has given you new birth by his message that lives on forever. The scriptures say,
2: Humans wither like grass and their glory fades like wild flowers. Grass dries up and flowers fall to the ground. But what the Lord has said will stand forever. Our good news to you is what the Lord has said. 1 Peter, Chapter 2 Stop being
1: hateful. Stop trying to fool people and start being sincere. Don't be jealous or say cruel things about others. Be like newborn babies who are thirsty for the pure spiritual milk that will help you grow and be saved. You have already found out how good the Lord really is. Come to Jesus Christ. He is the living stone that people have rejected, but which God has chosen and highly honoured. And now you are living stones that are being used to build a spiritual house. You are also a group of holy priests, and with the help of Jesus Christ, you will offer sacrifices that please God. It is just as God says in the Scriptures.
2: Look, I am placing in Zion a choice and precious cornerstone. No one who has faith in that one will be disappointed.
1: You are followers of the Lord, and that stone is precious to you. But it isn't precious to those who refuse to follow him. They are the builders who tossed aside the stone that turned out to be the most important one of all. They disobeyed the message and stumbled and fell over that stone because they were doomed. But you are God's chosen and special people. You are a group of royal priests and a holy nation. God has brought you out of darkness into his marvellous light. Now you must tell all the wonderful things that he has done. The scriptures say,
2: Once you were nobody, now you are God's people. At one time no one had pity on you. Now God has treated you with kindness.
1: Dear friends, you are foreigners and strangers on this earth. So I beg you not to surrender to those desires that fight against you. Always let others see you behaving properly, even though they may still accuse you of doing wrong. Then, on the Day of Judgment, they will honour God by telling the good things they saw you do. The Lord wants you to obey all human authorities, especially the Emperor, who rules over everyone. You must also obey governors, because they are sent by the Emperor to punish criminals and to praise good citizens. God wants you to silence stupid and ignorant people by doing right. You are free, but still you are God's servants and you must not use your freedom as an excuse for doing wrong. Respect everyone and show special love for God's people. Honour God and respect the Emperor. Servants, you must obey your masters and always show respect to them. Do this not only to those who are kind and thoughtful, but also to those who are cruel. God will bless you even if others treat you unfairly for being loyal to him. You don't gain anything by being punished for some wrong you have done, but God will bless you if you have to suffer for doing something good. After all, God chose you to suffer as you follow in the footsteps of Christ, who set an example by suffering for you. Christ did not sin or ever tell a lie. Although he was abused, he never tried to get even, and when he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he had faith in God, who judges fairly. Christ carried the burden of our sins. He was nailed to the cross, so that we should stop sinning and start living right. By his cuts and bruises you are healed. You had wandered away like sheep. Now you have returned to the one who is your shepherd and protector. 1 Peter Chapter 3 If you are a wife, you must put your husband first. Even if he opposes our message, you will win him over by what you do. No one else will have to say anything to him, because he will see how you honour God and live a pure life. Don't depend on things like fancy hairstyles or gold jewellery or expensive clothes to make you look beautiful. Be beautiful in your heart by being gentle and quiet. This kind of beauty will last, and God considers it very special. Long ago, those women who worship God and put their hope in him made themselves beautiful by putting their husbands first. For example, Sarah obeyed Abraham and called him her master. You are her true children if you do right, and don't let anything frighten you. If you're a husband, you should be thoughtful of your wife. Treat her with honour. Because she isn't as strong as you are and she shares with you in the gift of life, then nothing will stand in the way of your prayers. Finally, all of you should agree and have concern and love for each other. You should also be kind and humble. Don't be hateful and insult people just because they are hateful and insult you. Instead, treat everyone with kindness. You are God's chosen ones and he will bless you. The scriptures say,
2: Do you really love life? Do you want to be happy? Then stop saying cruel things and stop telling lies. Give up your evil ways and do right as you find and follow the road that leads to peace. The Lord watches over everyone who obeys him and he listens to their prayers. But he opposes everyone who does evil.
1: Can anyone really harm you for being eager to do good deeds? Even if you have to suffer for doing good things, God will bless you. So stop being afraid and don't worry about what people might do. Honour Christ and let him be the Lord of your life. Always be ready to give an answer when someone asks you about your hope. Give a kind and respectful answer and keep your conscience clear. This way... You will make people ashamed for saying bad things about your good conduct as a follower of Christ. You are better off to obey God and suffer for doing right than to suffer for doing wrong. Christ died once for our sins. An innocent person died for those who are guilty. Christ did this to bring you to God. When his body was put to death and his spirit was made alive. Christ then preached to the spirits that were being kept in prison. They had disobeyed God while Noah was building the boat, but God had been patient with them. Eight people went into that boat and were brought safely through the flood. Those floodwaters were like baptism that now saves you, but baptism is more than just washing your body. It means turning to God with a clear conscience, because Jesus Christ was raised from death. Christ is now in heaven. Where he sits at the right side of God, all angels, authorities and powers are under his control.